0: Uh, for those that don't know, Jodi Morrison passed away yesterday at 10.40 a.m. Um, she was uh, struggling since Wednesday, just fairly lucid all the way through Thursday. And uh, they did sedate her because they were going to remove oxygenation. And that could you know, create some discomfort. And then she passed yesterday. Morning. We're still trying to get everything lined up, but thinking about having uh, the family would like for us to have the memorial service this Saturday at 1:30. Yeah, the church. So it's not confirmed yet, but that's what we're looking at. 1:30 here at the church this Saturday for um, Jody's memorial service. Well, I have been getting a lot of questions from you asking me to give you a list of things you can and cannot do on the Sabbath. It is serious, which is kind of sad in a lot of ways because that meant that I didn't do a good job teaching um, through the material. That is exactly what I don't want to do Uh, because I want you to use your discernment. I want you to think through your day and the things you have learned concerning the Sabbath, and apply them to the way you keep it and make it holy. Uh, Also, a list would not be absolute, because there is the heart element as well. You can spend your whole day in church and reading your Bible, and still not keeping the Sabbath, uh, because... You know, the heart is a big thing in that, as well. Why you are doing what you are doing is important as the doing of it, so we have to keep that in mind as well. Uh, but as as we think about you know, how we structure our Sunday, our Sabbath day, the Christian Sabbath, the Lord's day, the confession does give us two categories of things that are exceptions. Uh, for the Sabbath day. So if you grab your hymnal and turn to page 861, using the little numbers on the bottom, you find there um, chapter 21 of the Confession, which is of the Sabbath day. And in paragraph 8, that's what we're considering, just a clause on paragraph 8, and this should be the end of our series on the Sabbath. And this lesson is going to be as short as, or as long as you'd like um, as far as you know, questions in someone that you have. It might be done at 1010 or at 1040, depending on what you want to uh, do with the time. So look at uh, Confession 21, paragraph 8. It says this, this, This Sabbath is then kept holy to the Lord when men... "...after a due preparing of their hearts and ordering of their common affairs beforehand, do not only observe and wholly rest all the day from their own works, words, and thoughts about their worldly employments and recreations, but also are taken up the whole time in the public and private exercises of this worship and in the duties of necessity and mercy." So the confession is this language of duties of necessity and mercy. And our minds look at that and we tend to then try to fit everything we want to do under those two categories. And I think we have to change that way of thinking and actually realize that these are exceptions. These are the things you do on the Sabbath. Now, if there's something that uh, requires of you to do because of necessity or mercy, then you do that as well. Not figure out how you can fit everything that you want, uh, these two categories, and so that you can um, just go ahead and do whatever you want. Uh, we have several categories of things for the Lord's Day. You know, public worship, and we consider what that was something that the most appropriate and commanded for us to do on the Sabbath day. Uh, private worship another thing that we've seen that's uh, commended and appropriate and good to do on uh, the Lord's Day. There's uh, so many things competing for our time on weekdays that uh, we have all the, this whole day that uh, gives us more opportunity to be uh, privately worshiping the Lord uh, with our families, by ourselves, catching up on our Bible reading, praying, and so on. Rest is another thing we saw that's appropriate to do on the Sabbath day after all Sabbath literally means rest so resting is a good thing hospitality is another thing that it's a good uh, I was using the word entertainment and some people are super excited because going to the movies uh, whatever and I meant entertainment in the sense of entertaining people uh, in the sense of hospitality Uh, Leviticus 23 uh, is a great example of the Sabbath being used for uh, entertaining people Ministry, in general, going to minister to people, you know, whatever ways you can do that, visiting people, um, as a whole family. You know, remember, the family time doesn't have to be just sitting in front of the TV. Family time is just doing things together as a family, including ministry. <clears throat> and then we have these two things, duties of mercy and duties of necessity. And then, so we have to define, what, what does the confession mean about by these two terms, and I think uh, that's not very difficult to define what they mean by it. Um, It's just whether we want to accept it or not. Uh, Now, one of the things that we have to understand is that necessity and mercy, they tend to go together. It's very difficult to separate those two categories. Something that uh, we must do because the duty of mercy may also be a duty of necessity, and uh, as we look at the Bible, I think that will become more clearly Uh, clear to us. Look at, grab a Bible and turn to Matthew chapter 12. I want to read uh, verses 1 through 13 because here Jesus addresses both things, both duties of mercy and duties of necessity. So Matthew 12, starting in verse 1, says this, At the time Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. Um, Because uh, the, the Pharisees considered any plucking from any tree as harvesting. And uh, that was forbidden in their, in their book, not in our book called the Bible, but that in their book that was uh, forbidden. And they continue, and but, uh, the Matthew continues, But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and he, those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread which was not lawful for him to eat? nor for those who were with him, but only to, for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? Okay, let's stop here. What's Jesus doing? Is Jesus saying that David broke the law of God? Is Jesus saying that the priests broke the law of God as they did their, their ministry? Is that exactly what he's saying? That, 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 that's what he's saying. Here, if you just take the text straightforward, unless you have some other way to explain it, right? You have to figure out, because he does say that, uh, um, according to what Jesus is saying here, it says that he ate the bread that only the priest should eat, then the priest break the Sabbath by doing their work. What is Jesus doing? He challenged their presuppositions, right? Their their tradition said that if their traditions were true, then David would have broken the law. If their traditions were true, then the priests would break the the law every time he offers uh, sacrifices on the Sabbath. He's adjusting their thinking. They had created something that's not what the Bible teaches. No, the priests don't break the Sabbath when they act as priests. But according to the Pharisees, whom he is challenging, the priests would be breaking the law. David didn't break the law when he ate of the show bread. But according to their interpretation, their traditions who, who superseded, that superseded the word of God, David had broken the law. So he's saying, he's challenging here them, are your traditions more important than what the Bible itself says concerning the Sabbath day? And verse 6 says, Yet I say to you, That in this place there is one greater than the temple. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have uh, condemned the guiltless. That's key. They're condemning somebody that didn't do anything wrong. So the priests haven't done anything wrong. David didn't do anything wrong. And the disciples are not doing anything wrong by grabbing grain as they walk through the field to eat on the Sabbath day. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Verse 9. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man who had withered a a withered hand, and they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath that they might accuse him? So they're trying to catch him again by asking if it's okay to heal on the Sabbath. Right? Jesus answers them, what, is, what man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And then he healed <laughs> the men. Now, so here we have, it says, it says if an ox fall in the ditch, it's necessary To rescue that that ox on the Sabbath day, the same way that's necessary to do good to people on the Sabbath day. And here you see the mixing between necessity and mercy. It's also merciful to take care of an emergency, a health emergency on the Sabbath day. It's merciful to have the ER open to help uh, people who are um, involved in some sort of medical emergencies also a necessity so you see how those two go together here any questions on just the reading of this passage just to show that there is such a thing as necessities that should be done on the Sabbath day and that those necessities tend to kind of mix with mercies as well all right so flip over to mark chapter 3 for a second That's um, that's um, the parallel passage to Matthew thirteen, and he says, and he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there. That's verse one, who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal man, heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, step forward. Then said. Then he said to them, It is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill, but they kept silent. So you see all the different necessities there and so on. And and then he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts. He said to them, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. You notice there in verse 5 it says, And when he had looked around at them with anger, they gr- uh, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts. And we read that, see, Jesus is upset at those people that make all those kinds of rules this, about the Sabbath. No, he was upset at people who, who changed his Sabbath in any way. He's just angry at people who do not consider the Sabbath the way that the Bible teaches that the Sabbath should be, should be done, either by being extra rigid, then more rigid than the Bible is, or by being completely ignoring the Sabbath and what the Lord says on the other side. is angry at both groups here, and this is a word that Mark uses here in Mark chapter 3. Any question about the reading of Mark 3 that we just did in verses 1 through 5? All right, so I think we can show that Jesus had these categories of, du- of, of duties, mercy and necessity, that uh, govern what his people are supposed to do on the Sabbath day. So it's important that we see also that it's sometimes difficult to separate these two things. It is a necessary thing to take someone who has been in a car accident, to the emergency room on the Sabbath, but it's also an act of mercy to do that um, f- for them. Keeping a hospital staffed is an act of necessity, but it's also an act of mercy. Having first responders ready to go uh, is an act of necessity, an act of mercy, though perhaps there could be a better system to do that. In our day, staffing a power plant is uh, an act of necessity you know, um, and, uh, and mercy as well. Soldiers on a war zone that 's an act of necessity, though i 'm not sure if that's the same for soldiers on state side that's an act of necessity to be on duty on the lord's day police force is an act of necessity um, <clears throat> to just taking the words of, to take the words of Jesus very very literally taking care of animal far, uh, farm animals on the Sabbath is a, a work of necessity there so you can see these different categories and we can extrapolate and use our <coughs> our brains to um, apply them to our situation. But it's important to think this too. A necessity is not something that could have been done some other day, but we didn't get to it. For example, you're at school and you have something due on Monday that was assigned 10 days ago, but you didn't take care of it any other day, and now you think it's a necessity that you do on Sabbath because it's due tomorrow. A necessity is not something that you create. It's truly uh, a necessity. <clears throat> the ox is not on the ditch just because you are behind in work. It is not work of necessity to just finish something that you could have done, finished in the other six days, and you didn't, and now you're on the bind because it's due or has to be done. That's, that's not what Jesus talks about as a work of necessity. Any questions before we continue? Jonas. With you not being diligent and waiting for that last day, or um, waiting till Sunday to do the work that's due on Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Would you not do it and just uh, take that F? Or do it (laughs) <laughs> so let me ask you this should we sin to solve sin yeah. no <laughs> No. <laughs> that's, the, that's the question I'm asking so the answer is no you, you do not resolve sin with more sin right, right? So, and why is it you won't take the F because that might dishonor you why is it that you are going to do the work on Sunday even though it might really dishonor the Lord because sometimes we're more worried about our own honor and the consequences might come upon us right. than the honor of the Lord in exalting Him. Yeah. Katie? Oh, I just couldn't hear the initial question, but the I initial, think I pasted yeah, it. Yeah, the initial question was, you don't do the homework. Now it's Sunday night. If you don't finish, you're going to get F tomorrow. Do you go ahead and do the homework and then repent later? Or, and so my question back is, does, do we sin in order to solve sin? And the answer is no. Okay. All right. Yes, Emmy. I just have a question. So, what if you have an apartment, your rent is super high, and you have to work a bunch of hours, but the only time that you can work in order to pass rent is Sunday? And if you don't, you'll be kicked out of your apartment and you'll have nowhere else to go. Is that considered a sin? You you trust the Lord that He will provide for you in your obedience to Him. And. (laughs) Get another apartment and so on. The solution. So you're, supposed to, you're supposed to be homeless and just accept that? No, that, those are so you, there's not just this or this. There's all kinds of things in between. So we also kind of making a, a, a false argument by saying, oh, it's either I work on Sunday or I'm going to be homeless. You know, there, there's all kinds of different things that can be in there. And, uh, and, and at the end, if being faithful to the Lord, result in homelessness. That's been the case for Christians for centuries. That's okay, because our Lord did not have a place to live. He did not have a a place to lay down his head. The fox had holes, the birds of the air had nests. but the creator of the universe just laid anywhere. So, Katie? Do you think grocery stores are necessity? No. It's, it's, I can't think of uh, emergency if there's such a word <laughs> ran out of food yeah. right you open the fr- fridge on Monday there's food you open the fridge on Tuesday there's food you open the Friday there's food you open the, Saturday there's food you open the fridge Sunday whoa <laughs> what happened and I haven't eaten in five days and if I don't go by today I'm going to go I'm going to die you know those situations you don't find them <laughs> Very often. Risa. So, so uh, what am I doing here? I'm gonna give you a list of things. <laughs> so go ahead, Lisa. Okay. And so it wasn't an emergency that it be healed on that day It was in the sense that well so that's exactly the Pharisees' argument. Come back tomorrow to be healed. But was Jesus there tomorrow? No, Jesus was was passing by. He was in the territory. He didn't stay in the same place, all the time. So that was the moment that the Jesus was there. You no, know, that all we know, he's never going to see Jesus again. So, any other questions before we continue, Tim? So the question is, do, you think, do I think there's a pers- an element of personal conviction as to whether this is allowed or not allowed? A small element, yes. In that, that if you're not convinced that you should be doing this, even if it is not wrong, you shouldn't do it. Right? You shouldn't go against your conscience. Uh, but I think it's way more objective than we want it to make. We want it, the Sabbath to be completely subjective, just up to me, and which end up being almost nothing, it's whatever I want. So I, I do think it's way more objective than we would like it to be. Any other questions? All right, so. One thing that we forget is that we are also responsible for ourselves and those in our sphere of influence. Grab your Bibles, if you would, and turn to Exodus chapter 20. And look at verse starting verse 8 we're going to read through verse 11 <clears throat> it says remember the sabbath day to keep it holy six days you shall labor and do all your work By the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God, and in it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gate. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested in the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Do you notice that's not just us? but we're also responsible for other people, that we shouldn't put people in a position where they have to break the Sabbath because of us. We're not to put them in a position where they have to work in their worldly employments because of, of us. So, well, she stepped out, but Katie saw a question about the grocery store. That's exactly what we're doing. Right? We're putting other people in a position that they have to work, in order to serve us because we just, either we wanted to just get whatever or we didn't plan ahead and so on. And, uh, and then the argument, oh, but the store is going to be open whether I go there or not. That's not, you're not called to figure out what the store is going to be, to do. You're just called to figure out what you should do in obedience to the Lord. The same with restaurants and, and so on. Uh, gyms, retail. By the way, retail you know, is also not an emergency. Uh, having to, the, the mall is not an emergency. Um, groceries, gym, I don't know if you've had a gym yet, but these are things that uh, we need to think about. Am I causing other people to work so that I can do this when I don't need to be doing this at this time? So remember that, especially head of households. They're responsible for all that's going on there too. And because we have to love God and to love others, we're not want to put people in the position where they have to sin in order to serve us, because we love them too much to do that to them. Any questions on that, Katie? Yes, Grant should not go to his favorite <laughs> Thai restaurant. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> There are things that I consider recreation that aren't necessarily in that moment how many other people work. Um, but but maybe they are. Like I'm thinking of like hiking in like a national forest. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are people working there. So would that... Like, does have, does that so when we talk, we, we have addressed recreation as being a proper way to use the Sabbath, right, to recreate with your family, with church people, and so on, and there is all kinds to do that. That doesn't necessarily. So just think through it. You know, can I can I do this in a way that's great and reinvigorating, reinvigorating a blessing to the Lord, a blessing to my family, and not have to be complicit to somebody having to work because I'm here. So. You can think that and apply that. Any other questions? All right, so <clears throat> a closing review of what we considered during the these uh, weeks and months. We saw from chapter twenty one the creation in our own nature tells us that there is a God that must be worshipped, so that that's a clear out there. We saw that. We also saw that the way of worshiping this God is only disclosed in the Bible. That without the Bible, we really don't know how to worship him. And that worship is always still Trinitarian. All involved Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we saw there are several elements in private and corporate worship. Reading the Bible, preaching the Bible, hearing of the Bible, singing the Bible, eating the word or the sacraments. Private worship also includes many of these things. And we saw that nature itself shows to us that there is a Sabbath. And the Sabbath was the last day of the week, but now is the first day of the week because of the resurrection of Christ. And that it is a whole day, and it's a day of worship, public and private. And those are the things that we covered in the last two months of studying the Sabbath. Any questions as we finish our series on the Sabbath? All right so we'll close here and uh, you have 15 extra minutes to fellowship let's pray Father thank you for your goodness to us we thank you for giving us a day in which we can just forget about everything else and focus on you and our relationship with others we pray that you help us to rejoice in it we pray that we not rebel against it bless our time of worship that falls we pray in Jesus name Amen